0: Hello, it is I Rusev hey. from Rusev Day. Hey,
1: you guys. This is Vicki
2: James.
0: Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW.
2: Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce. Young- I'm an all-week wrestling
0: referee. I'm good old J.R. Jim Ross, WW Hall of Famer, and this show,
2: this podcast, this show is scheduled for one fall.
0: And it damn
1: sure will be a sovereign honor.
0: well hello everybody and welcome to the one ball show we have spent the last half hour trying to figure out how to get onto our uh, twitch stream which you can normally find at uh, robleifeldfeet.com well
1: that is one place yes
0: but um, we've had very very little luck so uh, we're going to record the morbidly unpopular podcast fuck yeah as normal uh and release it just audio which is probably for the best because i often forget that this is a high def camera uh i stare around uh, blankly and also don't uh shave my old head <laughs> to uh, look good on the camera but uh, uh that uh, chuckle that you hear there yes that chuckle that you hear there is uh my my longtime co-host a uh, founding member of the one fall show, and uh, as I understand it, uh, the most um, underrated player in the game Yes. uh, in this uh, podcasting space, Mr. Chuck Bean. How you doing, sir?
1: Uh, a little stressed, because I don't know why things aren't working, but we'll figure it out, it'll be fine. We'll get back to having all our fun toys uh, next week, but excited because we've got a a full room this week.
0: Luckily, luckily, there's someone else's toys, and someone else will fix them for us. Yeah. Uh, speaking of toys, speaking of toys, the young man, the boy, the child,
3: <laughs> the uh,
0: the the once and future king of the one podcast, uh, the one fall show podcast. It's been a couple of weeks. Yes. How are you doing, Justin Valentine, the host of JV Sports Talk PPV Pod?
2: Yes. Which I hope you guys enjoyed it on social media. That's where you can find it now, at PPV underscore pod. Uh, That was a lot of fun. Appreciate those uh, Dirty Heels podcasts coming on. My good friend Daryl Teeler a couple weeks ago before Labor Day weekend. And uh, when you say toys, something else comes to mind, by the way. For me, at least. It's
0: not that type of podcast. I I
2: understand, but I'm just telling you what comes to my brain
0: when you say toys. e x
2: (laughs) extreme s e x (laughs) that one yes things are good i appreciate you guys uh let me take some time the last couple weeks i missed you guys a lot going on at once moving buying a condo work stuff all at once yeah it was just a lot and i had to you know unfortunately take some time and handle that stuff because everything was happening at once and uh that's kind of what i had to at least let it settle down before i went back to my normal routine
0: fair enough fair enough good to have you back
2: yeah Yeah. good to be back except for the fact that chuck's still here i was hoping a couple (sighs) weeks would go by and maybe he wouldn't be here anymore i just
1: agreed to the fact that it was nice to have you back and you lashed out at me
2: okay i think there's a key in this one this one
1: i'll I'll, okay i'll take the fall i apologize it was unnecessary i take it back I'm sure I'll do something within the next 15 That's minutes fair. that you can be mean to me for.
2: I'll take it back when I'm hanging on to it. To Hang sure. on, it. yeah, yes. just put a pin in it. Yes. You can be mean to me later. Here. Who else is
1: in the room, John?
0: Oh yes, oh yes, our, okay, let me regroup here for a moment. <laughs> it's a lot easier to introduce you to clowns. <laughs> it's true. You bozos. Uh, <laughs> I, I present- uh, That's our tag team name. I present to you, ladies and gentlemen, The fulcrum of this show. Yes. The North Star. Our Scales of Justice. Oh, yeah. She is an award-winning white woman (laughs) who writes rock and roll articles as well as those for WrestleInc.com?
4: WrestlingInc.com.
0: WrestlingInc.com. Every week right. you
4: get closer. One of <laughs> these days,
0: I do actually click them, but I only have to click, not spell. God bless America. She is a keynote speaker, she is a keynote listener, she is jacked to the gills, she is a new homeowner. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Erica Bennett.
4: Thank you. Every week, it's 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 just it's just nice to, especially have not just to be here, but to have all four of us here. Yes. It's always best when all four of us are in the room or on a call. Either way, the four of us together is the best way, and I'm just happy. Am I the only
2: one that counted to make sure that it was four when she said that? (laughs) <laughs>
3: Most, One, likely. Two, on <laughs> Most likely. Count your fingers. Most likely.
2: I had to start over twice.
1: I <laughs> only,
0: yeah. I only
1: see three people. I was, oh yeah,
2: me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well, let's get to some old business before some new business. Sure. Um, Justin hasn't. Oh, we missed uh, two weeks ago. Last week we didn't have a show. <sighs> He's we going. didn't get to talk to you about pay-per-views yeah. now we will for sure be getting to all the rumors speculation and innuendo because it is impossible to avoid but mm-hmm. we didn't get to talk much last week about the clash at the castle yeah what did you think of the clash at the castle uh what were your favorite matches and uh let's start there and let's let's dig into it a little bit because i do have some follow-ups
2: sure uh i thought you know it wasn't anything crazy i think the big spectacle of it was the fact that of where they were, Mm -hmm. right? I think that's what it was. It felt big, of course, going in, a WrestleMania-type feel, uh, but I think, again, it was just the fact that they did a show where they did. Uh, So nothing groundbreaking happened. Uh, I thought it was a solid show. Uh, The one main thing that, as much as I appreciated the call-up of Solo and adding him to the bloodline, makes sense of for obvious reasons, I would have put the title on Drew. I definitely thought that was the time uh, to... Let Drew go over. We're waiting on Drew to have his moment in front of the live crowd Uh, because, of course, the pandemic he did in front of an empty stadium. That was the time to do it. That crowd was hot 60,000 plus people. Uh, You know, Tyson Fury in the front row. Like, so many reasons why that was the time and place to do it. Roman's run has been going on long enough. Uh, Sure, there's other ways to go about it now that Triple H has brought on other names but I definitely thought that that was, and it didn't necessarily ruin the show for me, but I was convinced that was the way they were going to go, and I thought that was the way they should have went.
4: Follow up uh, on that point, because we obviously discussed that, the three of us, and um, I have a strong opinion on this, but I would like to know if perhaps our opinions sync up here. Sure. Since Roman's retained, and Drew did not take the title off of him,
2: who's who's it going to be? I, you see, I've heard a lot, and I think the more people Triple H brings in, I think he's making the brand split make sense again. Rather than going the route that I've been yelling, uh, put the rosters back together, okay. which I'm no longer going to yell that because of what Triple H is doing. Triple much H, much pl- thicker rosters. Yeah. Yes. well, Triple H is making it make sense, and I think we're going to have some form of title split at, at some point. Okay. I think you do a two-fall triple threat, and I think Drew and Kerry and Cross are involved in that. Okay, um, but who is going
4: to defeat Roman? Like, eventually, Roman is going to have to drop that title. He yes. has held it for a, a number of years yeah. at this point. Who do, who do you think it's going to be?
2: I'm voting Seth Rollins. Seth's just on fire right now. Um, honestly, I don't want to see Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. I just don't want to see it. Okay. I think the story's there. I don't like, in my brain, how that match looks. Okay. The styles don't sync up for me. To give me a solid match. Okay. Seth and Roman. I you know, and funny, I was just talking to someone about this earlier today. I think Seth, if Roman is whole which I think he is now holding the title to WrestleMania. Looks like it. I don't yep. I don't care to see the I'm okay. I shouldn't say that. I'm okay if we don't see the Rock and Roman. I'm okay, okay with that. Okay. Roman and Seth at WrestleMania, do it. Let Seth win the Rumble. Right? Let Seth be the guy after, again, he passed out at the Royal Rumble this past year. Mm. Roman never officially pinned him or submitted him, right? Seth's been on fire ever since. True. He got a big win over Riddle. If he continues to get some big wins, he wins the Rumble. I have Seth take it off of him uh, if he's still champion at WrestleMania. I truly do. Of course, the wrench in that is if they split it somehow. Uh, If they do, I think you have a two-fall triple threat of some sort. Uh, and, And if they do that, before WrestleMania, that tells me The Rock is in for WrestleMania. Because <laughs> if Rock and Roman happen at WrestleMania, the title should not be involved, period.
0: Right. It does need to be. Yeah, I totally agree, agree with that. It does yeah. not
2: need to be. So you have a two-fall triple threat, and you do that because then Roman can lose both titles without getting pinned, and he can still look strong going into his match with The Rock at WrestleMania. It's fair.
0: Interesting, yeah.
2: So that's kind of where my head is at with the with the big titles right now. Okay.
0: I think we're in a similar page. Seth Rollins was the name. Of course, I threw out the name Kevin Owens because I love <laughs> me some payos. Sure. Has he been on fire? He's been great. But, yeah. you're, I mean, we got to see Seth open up Raw this week. And, yeah, he's not been better. I, I loved the whole uh, satanic Elton John thing he had going on at the <laughs> the pay-per-view. Um, what do you think about, uh, before we move on from Clash of the Castle, what do you think about the, and uh, Chuck, you can chime in on this one as well, the continuing of um, Seamus and, uh, well, Gunther. Uh, (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, I'm surprised in a certain way that it's continuing, but, I mean, who would have thought that in 2022 uh Sheamus would be as over as he is.
2: I think it's Agreed. that that match. I mean of course where he was played a role in why he sure, got that standing. Sure. Innovation. But it,
0: that match was badass. That, that match was a was great amazing. it lived up to you know, everyone thought oh this is going to be a slugfest and it yes. lived up to it. It was my to me the most memorable match on the card. I
2: agree. And he got they got five stars out of it, right? Yep. Shout out to Uncle Dave. So, <laughs> we that was the. Sheamus is the perfect guy to make Gunther look like a strong champion because Sheamus does no. not need a title, not no. in a way that no. the we say like the New Day and Randy Orton, whoever. He doesn't need a title in a sense that we respect the fuck out of him for giving us a a, a hard hitting, stellar match. He loses. I, I can't remember a singles guy that looks so strong so many times losing.
0: Interesting, right? Ilya (laughs)
1: Dragunov,
2: right? Yeah. Which also, but that's a a place with Walter. I was gonna say, yeah. And and that that's the type of guy because you can have Gunther get some, uh, probably go again at Extreme Rules, have Gunther get another win. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sheamus will still be fine because that match is still gonna be brutal, and he's still gonna get the respect because the match was brutal, and yet you still build Gunther, Gunther, Walter as. (laughs) you know, a strong champion. So I think it's the perfect pairing for Gunther. I've seen also because, and I think you keep it going because Survivor Series, with Triple H making the brand split makes sense, is still gonna be Raw versus SmackDown. It's still gonna be champion versus champion most likely, at least where you can do it. And I think you built, like, Gunther won't have a, a regular title shot at Survivor Series. Him and Bobby Lashley, if you keep the US Ooh, title on Bobby yeah, Lashley. That could,
1: good, that, okay. that could be a good match as long as Lashley can remain healthy. Yes, up to and throughout that match. Very true. Yeah.
2: I'm glad Lashley's getting a title run, but I'm I'm with you. I'm waiting, especially he's had a lot of you know pretty brutal matches uh, on Raw for the title with AJ, with Miz, and uh, uh, even Champa. Man, what a great match mm-hmm. that was! And you just waiting to hear like, oh, Lashley's out three to six weeks with a blah, you know, <laughs> so. You know, I'm, I'm glad we haven't gotten there. But he's
1: definitely not one of the, like, most injury-prone guys, but he's definitely a guy over the years that, it, like, he's gone down quite a few times. It for seems like it times. always
2: happens when they're really pushing him, too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it feels like more. It hasn't happened a lot, but it's happened a few times when they were just giving gave him a title, just... Pushed him to whatever it was, and then hey, he's out, and then we have to restart when he comes back. So I feel bad for him, but he's great, and I think him and Gunther will put on a great match of Survivor Series.
0: This has been a lot of fun. Have I think have letting him have this run? Yes, it, it, and, and it feels fitting with the transition of power. You know, he's 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 more in the mold of a Vince McMahon guy. Um, I like the way that right now that Triple H is sort of transitioning things. Mm-hmm. It it it. it feels like it's paying respect to both sides of the black and gold aisle and the uh the wwe aisle and and he continues to do well and you know the looking strong in defeat is where he has excelled so much and i don't know how (coughs) vince lost sight of that over time but uh, he just so certainly did it's also a nice byproduct that
1: reuniting imperium gives us two good three three man teams to go against each other for the next couple of months in different fashions and and you know different matches mm-hmm. you know you get to see pete dunn do pete dunn stuff against yes. any of the imperium guys whether it be uh walter from that smackdown a couple of weeks ago or you know any of the other two and you get tag team matches out of it you get triple threat matches out or it. triple uh, six man tag
0: matches out of it yeah you could uh, create a trios belt and not fumble the yeah, opening well. night. <laughs> get on that. How long does it take to get that belt maker uh, <laughs> put that together? I will. Say,
2: I will say too. You brought up SmackDown. A side note, because again, I haven't been here. Uh, I went to SmackDown in Detroit, and that was a double taping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I talked
1: about that last week. I had. I you were there. Yes. Yeah, I had the best seats I've ever had. Did. Ever. I did. I could see it was you. the coolest.
2: I could see you, and I purposely ignored you. So, uh, it uh, it's it was weird. Because, and it doesn't make much sense to that me. That he
0: was sitting in front of you?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he?
1: No, so. No, it was weird because we got there at like 8.03 or something like that. And Sami Zayn was fighting Drew yes. McIntyre already. Like the main event for
2: that night was going neither on so they could tape the live. next show. Mm. Neither show was live. Hmm. I always thought the, like, the, the Friday it was was live. And then we do a, a quicker smackdown. No, neither show was live both feel rushed as ever, mm. and it's just weird. They definitely, I understand why they have to do it. They have to find a different way to do it. They really do. Whether you go back to a Tuesday taping before you head out to Cardiff the, the Tuesday before the pay-per-view, I think that's the way to go because I do think they're taken away. I mean, it's still wrestling, whatever, and this might be just a hardcore nerdy side of me knowing like something's off here, because a lot of people are like, oh cool, Drew McIntyre is here, I'm, I'm here for it, right. So, like me, I'm like, this feels weird. This feels off. You know, they they record things out of order. It feels rushed. Uh, and it just, overall, it kind of takes away from the experience of seeing a live taping.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't watch either episode because I had known that they were pre-taped and that if anything truly exciting had happened, it would have popped heard. up all over of my course. Twitter. Yeah.
2: Right. And I think that it, it, I, it, you if you do the Tuesday, I mean, you did Tuesday tapings for so long, specifically for SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Do the Friday show live and then do a Tuesday taping the Tuesday after. That way you can give that crowd a full show mm-hmm. without rushing anything, mm-hmm. and then you still give your talent time to travel and get ready for the international show that weekend. I I mean, again, not working in a business. Logistically, does that make sense? I don't know. Maybe it a Wednesday in my show brain. in
0: the same city that is in. So yeah, that why not? All AEW's wrestlers don't have to go far to talk to See? Triple H. There
2: you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh. I, I had the the uh, the opposite opinion. I really enjoyed it because it almost felt like a dynamite where like you just from one thing to the next to the no, next. I don't there was like no that. there was no stop for there was no somebody comes out to their entrance music and then has to cut a promo while commercials are running or like the entrance music goes down and they're just walking around for a minute or two and they play something on the screen and then sure. the entrance music comes
2: back. Oh, we must be back from commercial. Yeah.
1: Like it was just one thing into another and through another. And
2: I was like, this is fun. I think it's a, a personal thing, I guess, because that's Maybe. one of my biggest critiques of AEW. Slow the fuck down. Like yeah. a match ends and it's like one we're less moving on to the next one last match like, and yo. a little
0: bit of time to breathe. Yeah, yeah
2: give me a little. I want to go. But it's so tricky
0: because it's so okay. So this is a question I have that I would like to toss out to Erica and Chuck, and Ooh. I don't mind who answers it first. And okay. it might be it's it's sort of a complex question. So if you wanna
3: okay.
0: if you wanna go tangential and come back around to it, we always talk about how the women's division struggles in AEW. Yes, we've talked about it many many times. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are now this this day, how does Tony go about fixing it? You know, we the problem is the same, so much good talent on the top, and uh, in the men's division.
3: Yeah. Right.
0: I, I really wanted to see Athena versus uh, Jade Cargill in a banger, and it yeah. was like, the entrances were longer than the match, <laughs> I know some people in the room were rather displeased with the quality of the uh, yeah. of the of the wrestling. Like, what do you do? Yeah, we've you know, darken and Elevate are there, and people are getting work. I think, but it's not feeling like it's other than other other than who's the champion of Raw? She feels like she could fit in AEW. Oh, Bianca yeah. Belair. No, no, I'm sorry. No, Bianca, I apologize. Smack Smackdown. Yeah, I love Morgan. Yeah, Liv Morgan. Yeah, fit, Martin. Thank fit, thank fit right in. You.
1: um I think. It, it takes it takes more work which I, I don't blame that you're putting on a weekly you know television shows like nobody wants to put more workload on top of you but I think you use dark and elevation to showcase your women's talent but also from the management perspective you l- use it to see who's ready and who isn't yeah and then you only put who's ready on television
4: of course the the problem is, Perhaps like, I mean the, I think an, an issue with the AEW women's roster. There, there are a good chunk of of like veterans or at least people who have some experience. I feel like their women's division is far greener than their men's, and they want to present a a good product of of women's wrestling, but they're clearly having trouble balancing TV time. To showcase the women, right. and also showcase, yeah, I mean, because I mean, they, they have amazing talent on, on the men's roster too. So it's, I think it's something has to give as far as just literally giving more time to the women, because like that's that's been a big complaint. I mean, it, 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 understandably so, where you, you just don't see a lot of the of the women wrestling on Dynamite or Rampage, and I I. I, I really like jade cargill as a character she is stunning like as a as a physical presence just like uh, like if if she walked in the room i'd probably be like oh my
3: god gorgeous yeah
4: but like we saw from that match with athena she is green as fuck like
1: and not like, just makeup oh, to make no, her look like She-Hulk. That makeup
0: no. was uh, awful. Yeah. <laughs> so ugly.
4: Yeah.
3: Oh, uh, big
0: blotches of green. Yeah, Ugh. it, it she wasn't was gamma radiated.
4: I
3: like,
0: loved her storm uh, cosplay. Oh yeah, All not, that not down with the not, not down with the green She-Hulk. Same. It was a bad choice. It was a bad choice. The,
4: I, they have to. I I feel like they have to get the title off of Jade. Make. I mean, and, and have the titles matter. Showcase the titles more, but then also like maybe have like a third, you know, feud that's not around the title. Right. A big problem with the women's division is every match, every moment that they have is around a title, which I mean, obviously the titles are going to play into it, but like you don't need a title for people to get angry and fight each other.
0: That was my thought is like, let Jade squash people. Let, you know, that's her routine. Let it keep going. because yeah. She has 180 wins or whatever they're trying to get to. Um, Maybe Ruby Soho and Athena is the answer because they have both performed in long form matches with WWE. They yeah. have practiced as much as I critique it in the men's side. They have practiced the WWE style, yeah. oh yeah, which is a very television oriented style, and I feel like they could carry you know some two segment matches. Uh, imagine, I think imagine I think that's that, part you know?
1: part of the answer. And and uh, as much as like maybe we don't want to say it is that you need to. You need to lean on the people with the experience. And unfortunately, the people with the experience are the people you are picking up the WWE dropped. Right. Um, and,
4: and hopefully with Madison Rain being part of Serena the organization, Deeb is another Serena good one. Deeb, like you have two incredibly talented veterans mm-hmm. that hopefully will be able to guide some of the newer talents, you know, and help them develop. But gosh, I can't remember who Madison Rain was wrestling with. It, like it, it, might, it was one of her early shows, but like you could tell, like she was like, "Oh, geez, I'm gonna have to walk this kid through this match tonight." Sure. I think it might have been like Sky Blue or whatever, or right. whomever it was. And I, and you know, I, you know, the, some of the people that they're pushing it in, in the AEW on the women's roster, I, I just, I, I'm not getting why we care about them.
1: It's one thing when like somebody the level of hangman Adam page is like, eh, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not interested in anybody telling me, you know, how I should be doing things. I'm going to strike out on my own. But like when you don't have that level of talent and you still are, you know, like if Britt Baker is not bending Ruby, so ear every chance she gets, she's really missing out on an opportunity.
4: Yeah, no, I agree.
1: And you do have some, some, uh, you, you've, it's like anything AEW-wise, you do have some talent that you are just not seeing. Like, Penelope Ford just came back, so right. I hope that means good things for her. Abaddon is strictly a dark uh, and elevation wrestler, except for the once or twice a year she shows up on television. Well,
4: it's almost October, so she should be making her TV time right.
1: Soon. I think uh, I, th- I think the bunny probably has uh, some some great skill that you can utilize. I
4: like the bunny. I think the bunny's great.
0: Yeah, and and one of the weird things, Penelope Ford and the bunny have both gotten a lot of play, and they both wear all black. Like, okay, yeah, they're both L- pretty blondes blonde who wear people. all yeah. black. Yeah, yeah, like let's, and, and who are they? Still, do we know the bunny is? And now we've got a laughs th- a lot, and Penelope Ford dates wrestlers. Like, what? What? How, g- hey, get she's me
4: married s- to one now, and, and now
0: you've got <laughs> Julia Hart in the mix too. Who's I'm another sure blonde it's going that wears to be- black? So be ah. a death till we part scenario <laughs>
4: uh
0: but yeah just like we still haven't really gotten any of that you know it's jade cargill her at least we understand by virtue of repetition what she is about
4: oh totally right absolutely um,
0: but yeah it's 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 been rough
4: yeah
0: um all right <laughs> what else do we want to
1: uh, what else do we want to talk about Are we want to get into this week's stuff or did you want to uh did you want to get Justin's opinion on All Out or and... Uh, I don't know. Just some, throw some else? questions around. I don't know.
0: <laughs>
2: we had homework. Oh, yeah. I, I know. I, okay. I, so. That was to
0: keep the conversation popping, but uh, apparently not. Okay. okay so. Well, uh, <laughs>
4: he misunderstood we, the no, assignment. No, he,
2: we got it.
0: So <laughs>
1: sorry. I didn't jump in with a question.
2: I well, like. Asked his I'm question, glad you guys are only, taking
1: time, not jumping in with questions to r- roast my ass. I, not you am jumping in with,
2: with No, you want to talk about? Like, come
4: on. I completely misunderstood the assignment because I thought this was basically like getting getting to know your podcast hosts. And just ask it, any questions. Fine. Ask a question. I a question. Fine. I have a
2: question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh, sorry, Shawnee
0: Jesus. Oh, I don't care. All right.
2: Uh, this one, I'll go to uh, Chuck and Erica specifically. Oh, boy. Since I, I it's just a Chuck
1: and Erica show. Apparently, I guess. Well, yeah, because I like it. I like I, it. I
2: do have one for Shawnee, but, and then I realized he directed his at two people. So this one will make most sense for you two because Shawnee's kind of, you know, tuning in more. Realistically speaking, no BS, fun, whatever. Obviously, everyone's starting to get optimistic about WWE with Triple H taking over and yes. so on and so forth. What is it going to take for you and for you? Mm. It could be a list of things. It could be certain people. It could be whatever, generic. What is it going to take for WWE television to be must see, gotta watch it live, like AEW is for you guys? Hmm. I you need understand. more
4: time in the day. Like, cause like, I sure. think it's just, it's hard to keep track of like, just watch everything. Cause like, believe it or not, I watch other things other than wrestling. Fun fact, you guys.
1: Yeah, when, uh, Ro- when Ross started tanking, I definitely started looking for stuff on streaming services okay. to do inst- with that three hours. Okay, is but what
2: about content-wise, right? Because here's the thing. If you're excited about something, you're going to go watch it, right? Oh, I, for sure. I love baseball. I hate how long baseball games are, okay. right? Yeah. But I'm going to watch it when it's on, especially the big games, right? What, it, what does that content look like in WWE? Is it a superstar? Is it, what is it? That's going to make it make it worth that time.
1: And this is not going to be surprising, but if there is one superstar they could bring back that I will be like, oh, well, I got to see when they're on TV at all times. It's Bray Wyatt. Yeah, it's mm. absolutely like the minute Bray Wyatt shows up on my TV. We've been saying it for over a year. I don't care where it is. I don't care if it's in a Ring of Honor show. I don't care if it's on Impact. I don't care if he's in yeah. control your narrative. Sure. The minute Bray Wyatt is somewhere, I want to know what he's up
0: to. So how are you gonna watch? How are you gonna watch it if he shows up and <laughs> control your narrative? No idea. No idea. I know I'm they had a TV be- deal, which was it was was with a a, a, a web. Uh, broadcast when they announced it, they made their big announcement. This is right. months and months ago. It was a web company that didn't even have a Twitter. Yeah. <laughs>
3: so like, oh, so nice. you
0: no, don't honey. actually have, this TV deal you're talking about is completely non-existent. I would be looking to the, the internet for that, I guess, so. <laughs> oh. yeah. The entirety of their company has been writing that letter. Was was Braun writing that letter to himself <laughs> congratulating <laughs> him <to> going back <laughs>
3: yeah, to <the> yeah. WWE? <laughs>
0: <laughs> While he's on the phone with Paul, he's Yeah, writing
3: that letter up. <laughs>
4: Um, well, as for me, I, I guess I think it's literally just getting into the habit again of of watching. I've spent so much time now just not tuning in yeah. that, like, I mean, it's it's no different than like you know when you start working out again. Sure, like you sure. have to you have to start getting into like the swing of things, and it's usually just like Monday nights. All right, I'll just you know I have things to do. I'll dick around and do something else. Um, and I oh God, I might annoy some people. I don't. Care for the very polished production. I like my wrestling to look a little janky and and crazy. Yeah, I like okay. it's too pretty. Like there has to be, and like it. I don't know. It just it it's it's one of those things where I'm like, it looks too nice. What are they really hiding? I don't know. <laughs> right. Like I'm say, it's okay. just. I mean,
1: apparently I'm, one of Jimmy Snuka's girlfriends somewhere.
2: <laughs> I don't go know. Home
4: with him. I, you know, I think I think maybe if I were to just kind of start watching the Hulu 90 minute cut again and got into a habit of it, I probably would start liking it again. I mean, especially since like, you know, when I've watched the pay-per-views like they were fine, they were or even good. And this was before the, you know, the old man left. So it, it just, you know, I think it's just a matter of getting into the habit again and, and just Physically forcing myself to try it.
1: I think I think it would go a long way if matches stopped being multiple segments. For me personally,
2: that won't go. I mean,
1: it's not going to. It's going nowhere. Well, that but, won't go
2: away until Raw gets back to two hours.
1: Right, but like even even on SmackDown, like that'll the, happen. With, <laughs> never. Yeah, the no opening match on, on SmackDown I think yeah, well, was Imperium and uh, AEW and, does the
2: same thing and, shit, and
1: Fight Night. Oh, absolutely. I, I hate it. I've I've hated it since. It started happening back like when the rosters first got separated like back in 2002 or something. The mm-hmm. first time I saw it, I was like, what do you mean the match is going a second single? What the fuck is this? <laughs> you want a long match, that's what you have
2: pay-per-views for. <laughs> what the fuck? 100% agree with that. 100%. Okay. That was my question. I mean, I could keep asking unless someone else wants to go. Erica, you got one?
4: Yeah, I, I do. Hey, hey, uh, Chuck. Yeah? Uh, this was my question for you just because I... I, I what, okay.
0: You're, Kayfabe, you're, motherfucker. No. <saying>. You anyway. got it. You got
2: it. You're, so if you were a monkey, would you <laughs> No, you're you're
4: fine. Okay. We're we're officially in September. Yeah. it's starting to get a little chill in the air. Spooky bullshit is on the horizon. Yes, you are our purveyor. I am of spooky bullshit. I do love. What music. are three spooky bullshit moments that resonate most with you?
3: Ooh, Ooh, very good. That's question. a very good. i will try to keep it relevant. Question. She got creative. Very good.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow,
3: very good.
1: that's really bullshit. good. I'm
2: like a um, show with Erica. She's too
1: creative. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. I mean, I I, I want to start with the fiend, but trying to pick like the exact fiend moment.
4: Well, is, hell, is you can really name difficult. just three fiend moments if you if you so choose. Well, well no, because I'd love to spread it out. Like I,
0: you know, the fiend, like the whole. There was that one where he popped out of a. Uh...
1: Box like structure. structure, sure. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> was very strange. There was, uh, so the match, was
0: the match where he used the hammer like uh, weapon. You're right, exactly. <laughs> the mallet, a mallet like weapon. They, when they show,
1: shown the red light over the red hell in a cell, that was you know that's a thing that happened. Not just the like the promos, the pro, and that's that's really what it comes down to with the spooky bullshit characters is you have to be able to talk me into wanting to see you wrestle. Okay, and you don't, you definitely cannot shit the bed once you're in the ring but it's really important to hook me and I think that was what Bray did with The Fiend very well we didn't even see The Fiend I think for like three months we just saw The Playhouse Mm -hmm. and the puppets and Mm -hmm. like it was this weird uh i think the 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 internet meme video was uh i think it's don't touch me i'm scared or something (laughs) that's just like these three puppets and they're singing a song and then like there's audio cuts to like worms for no reason you're just like ah what is this (laughs) and and that's all it was it was just that in wrestling and i'm like this is fantastic And, and similarly um the the moment that i uh Attached to Rosemary was when Abyss and Crazy Steven Rosemary were fighting the Hardys on the Hardy Compound, and she had some really fun, like spitting the venom and and taking the the young Hardy and like that was good stuff. I dug that as well, and that's, I'm gonna miss Malachi Black. I really am. I I don't I don't know what's going on. I Same. wish him the best. Same. Uh, I I hope that he he finds his creative spark and we get to see more of things that he is creatively behind in the future cuz i feel like he's got a great mind for it.
4: I I confer. as far as the
1: spooky bullshit is concerned.
0: Yeah, the first time i saw Bray White is like i'd eaten a bunch of edibles. <laughs> and I hadn't, oh, watched, no. I hadn't watched wrestling in ages and yeah. I had some people were coming uh, I had a roommate and the roommate had like oh some friends are coming over to watch wrestling I'm like fucking wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> Am I having people in my house one, two to watch fucking wrestling? <laughs> and I just was like watching the Fireflies and that song and the whole Is this uh, Swamp Wizard Bray Wyatt? Swamp At Wizard time? Bray yeah. Wyatt oh, I, yeah, yeah. That,
4: my, that was always my favorite version of Bray We had the
0: rocking chair still yeah. I was like what is going on here this is amazing Well, yeah. it,
4: it was the most believable character mm, like yes. y- you can definitely find some backwoods cult people somewhere mm. in this country and other countries For sure. I think that's what made the character s- so uniquely scary obviously there were the horror elements in the fiend in, yeah. in what we saw you know toward the end with the box like structure uh, but the, it was it was the balance of fantasy and reality that really stuck with me the most with that once again backwoods cult leader
2: Bray. Yeah. Right. I think that's where even Undertaker got me more. Not because his story was believable per se, but because they never overly make up him up, right? Mm -hmm. There's never really a mask to make it believe. Like the just really, really
0: early. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, That was weird. That really shadow. Yeah, he he had bright orange hair, so he looked kind of like a clown.
1: And then (laughs) somewhere in the middle of the like early '90s, he broke his orbital bone and had to wear that Phantom of the (laughs) Opera mask for like six months.
0: Yes. But other than that, other
2: than that, Taker was
1: just like fire and uh, and druids, and
2: And occasionally he wore a hat. (laughs) Right. And it's like, but it's (laughs) the the fiend is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but. Like you're putting a mask on him and making me believe that this is a creature of some sort. Mm -hmm. Right. The believable part of undertaker is it was still just him. He was just fucking creepy as ever. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the believable sense. Again, like you said, comes into the play when he would, you know, I, I I think about uh, his feud with Randy Orton. When Orton was in the back and he, you know, kind of, you know, looked up and Taker was behind him. Sure, right. Little moment. Moments like that stick out to me that I was freaked out, spooked out by. <laughs> this is you mentioned. Can I? I don't mean to answer his question. Okay, go but for I do it, wanna, girl. This makes no sense. But, you know, keep in mind I started watching wrestling really young, four years old. Actually. Okay, so
0: it was that the was year like, two thousand two. Yes, thank yeah, you. No, thank you. No. Two thousand.
2: <laughs>
4: Oh jeez. It's even worse. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> but I specifically remember when Triple H came back in 2002 and he really started the spit take water, you know, mm-hmm. on the apron, right? Yeah. As a kid, that face.
1: Yeah, the the the, the, lights, the, the lights underneath or or I think yeah. it was above, but it was like just yeah. the, the way it hit him.
2: Yeah. Freaked me out. Terrifying. Terrifying for me. Oh yeah, no Triple H, why.
0: you know, young man, righted up Triple Triple H <laughs> yeah. it was a scary motherfucker. Yeah. yeah,
2: and when they would put that light on him, and he had just spit the water, and he had the face yep. on, my, young me was like scared as ever with that. Uh, and another one for me is a, the whole Undertaker returning to that form, heading into WrestleMania 20, spooking okay. and creeping on Kane. Yeah, I that wasn't. I was not me. an
1: Undertaker mark at that point. Like, I went through a couple years where every year at WrestleMania, I wanted him to get beat. Yeah, and mm. I didn't care who it was. Mark Henry, sure, just do, do it. it. God damn it,
3: <laughs> sure, but, fine.
1: But at WrestleMania 20, when the lights go down and there's a moment, and then you hear,
2: oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I yeah. Get just shit, yeah. That was just thinking about it. That shit was good. Yeah, that, that that got me uh, as well. Uh, yeah, that was
0: good stuff. I miss Paul Bearer. Yeah, and allegedly one of the like truly nice guys in professional yep, yeah. wrestling. It certainly sounds
1: that way. Every Everything I've ever heard about Percival Pringle. Yeah,
4: I was just say how could a man named Percy be a bad person? Yep. Come on. Come on.
1: All right. Well, this one, uh, my question is for basically the whole room. I just okay. want to go around the room and, and ask this. Taking the easy way out. How many people in a tag team match is too many people? No. You got, uh, you, interesting. Got, you got two on two You got three on three Sometimes you got five on
2: five Don't go How at, many people are too many How many people is too many people Don't go larger than four on four Unless it's uh, Survivor Series matches are fine Yeah that's an a, exception A, to a, a the typical tag time. match Eight man tag is like My max
1: Or so yeah So I was gonna say Sometimes you see like Four tag teams Versus four tag teams yeah. And it's just like This is insane
4: yeah, You'll occasionally 12, s-
2: I've seen 12 man Like they've done some crazy I don't know
4: I mean I I, you know, I I don't think I'm the right person to even answer this because like New Japan utilizes crazy I know, and multi-man that's, that's why I was
1: just gonna ask Sean and Justin but you watch a lot of New Japan yeah. and you do tons of crazy multi-man matches so it's gonna be a different there's no right answer I don't think there, but it's I, personal preference
4: yeah I mean I, I don't mind many, at a, what
1: point when there are so many people in the ring and you're like oh come on now <laughs>
4: I I think my absolute limit would have to be like a twelve man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So six on six. Six
4: on six because Ooh, that's then, a lot of guys. Uh, a lot of guys. Uh, but like, there's a lot of there's a lot of factions and stuff sure. in in New Japan. So you know, you'll you'll have, it, it, and this is kind of why I like New Japan so much because you'll you'll have the multi man, and then you know you'll have various interactions between just a variety of yeah. folks, and you know that kind of plant seeds for either current feuds or future feuds down the road. And it just, it makes you like, you got to pay, pay the fuck attention. you right. got to watch this. You can't go pee. You can't, don't eat, don't even blink. You're going to miss it. And I don't know. I just, I, I see. So I, angry. I love that shit. <laughs> like force me to sit on my ass and do nothing but stare <laughs> at a television. I'm in.
0: Yeah, to me, even when you get to three-on-three, you start to get, like, weird things happening, like... So someone's been in the ring, he's been getting pounded on for 20 minutes, he's about to make the tag, but his partner gets hit with a forearm shiver, and he's knocked out for 10 minutes. Like How, <laughs> right. does, how come no one's ever knocked out for 10 minutes in the ring? That's <laughs> like, no a good th- question. The random forearm shiver never takes somebody out, right? Like yep. it's Even in a squash match, it never quite works out like that. It's very, very rare that it's like the one punch knockout. But boy, if you're standing on an apron, eggshell fucking head. You <laughs> like, he just like... He's gone. Yeah, he's been uh, knocked out. He's going he's to be out for the next eight months. Well, you are, standing on, <laughs> you are standing on the hardest part of the ring. So Yeah, well, fair yeah, enough, fair enough. But true. yeah, to me, three on three. I like three on three more than that. And it starts to get sillier and sillier and sillier. Sure.
2: Yeah, I think eight people in any sense, though, even if you do a fatal four-way tag. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, yeah, no there are going to be
0: certain teams. circumstances, especially where Well, the and we,
2: th- we saw
1: that amazing uh, interaction between Kofi and Xavier on SmackDown- last week because they had the four corners team tag and one of the guys tagged Kofi while Xavier was in the ring yes and so oh yes so,
0: right? opening the match essentially and so yeah. they were like all right we'll pin I'll pin him and then we win and we, we lose but we also win yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, it was a, it was a kind of fun little moment um yeah Los, Los Lotharios and the Maximum Male Models They need to get knocked into, (laughs) let's go give you some new gimmicks, boys.
2: Those guys, there's always a couple, especially in the tag division, that are just there to make other teams look strong. Sure. Like we need the street profits to get some wins under their belts so they can be back in the title picture. Go face Los Atharios for a couple weeks, right? Whenever they want to build Hit Row to that. Like that's what Hit Row is going to do. And I think, you know, even AEW has that, right? The Varsity Blondes.
0: Oh, yeah, Barcy right. Bonds They're, can go, yeah. too. They, they are there. <laughs>
2: Honestly, the Dark Order is, is in that mix as well. They're there to get pinned by the other teams that they want. Now, see,
0: we all loved Johnny Hungy last week so much That's, in that pay-per-view that oh, we yeah. were like, all right, tr- starting I, I, to see a little bit out of the Dark Order. Now, the, who's the other feller?
2: Um,
4: Alex Reynolds. Alex Reynolds. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, I don't have a whole lot of use. Evil Uno, don't. <laughs> Evil Uno is great at, at tweeting. Now that he no longer has being the elite, I don't know what he's going to do. Well, for but now. But I don't think he's going to be populating the ring. I, I'm on the fence. I'm, maybe Johnny Hungi so, just needs to be his own guy.
1: He
4: might. Yeah, you, I mean, You
1: might. brought up Los Lotharios. I learned this during the last Super Universe that I did with Nate. Do you know that Umberto Carrillo, his, that's his actual name, his middle name is Garza? And Angel Garza's first name is Umberto. Oh,
0: yeah. so they just <laughs> so jacked <laughs> each other's names for gimmicks?
2: Yeah, pretty I much. Guess.
0: Outstanding. It's
2: wild. <laughs> now are they actually family? Uh I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's how they uh talk them up, is that they're family.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I don't I do not know. Interesting.
2: Hmm. All right. Cool. All right. Who's that's got a question? Stuff?
4: Uh, actually JV uh sure. this this one well, I'm uh, definitely scared of your question, Well no it's <laughs> no
2: it's okay because <laughs> <you> know, <laughs>
4: because obviously you know with 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 Papa Paul Papa back Paul. in charge and Papa Paul a notorious story queen yes. you are a notorious story queen Yes we so,
2: all are we just some of us like to admit it
4: Some of us are a little bit more flashier with our queenness and that's okay to each their own yeah. So considering that what were your favorite three storylines from the 92 SummerSlam <laughs> <laughs> that's not my question by the way this is why I
2: took two weeks off (laughs) that was amazing thank you we're all story queens damn it I'm just okay with it
4: title of that we're all story queens (laughs) we all Um, okay okay. but my my, okay my real question question, and and you like here you can even read it if if you don't believe me I believe you since you are a story queen uh, what are what are three storylines in wrestling that you weren't feeling at first but won
2: you over in the end. Nice. And like that- like Current or ever? All time. All time. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to go one current because I love that you said that because I'm actually, and you'll see me tweet this tomorrow. I I mentally schedule my tweets for my podcast. Naturally. Of course. So you'll see me tweet this tomorrow and I promise this is already planned. Okay. Daniel Garcia. Ah, interesting. Daniel Garcia, I did not give up.
0: Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. Didn't we specifically talk about how, like, he's going to have to give himself a gimmick because otherwise he's just, who the hell yes. Daniel Garcia? <laughs> right. And
2: then now that you're shit. a pro
0: wrestler thing, man. And that's, they, yeah. The, the, the Jericho still gets people over. Yeah, manages. Yep. Somehow, somehow he can be a thousand years old, married to a right wing curmudgeon, <laughs> and not be nearly as much of a shit heel as Phil Brooks.
4: <laughs> <laughs> who'd,
2: have, who, who'd have thunk it yeah so that's uh, that's one currently god you have great questions
4: I know um, it's almost as if I
2: have a journalism degree or something <laughs> oh my god what what uh, <laughs> what so yeah so Daniel Garcia for one currently and I, I am going to tweet that tomorrow that was in my head because <laughs> the moment last week I'm like I care about this fucker mm, yeah like this guy I'm with it like before I was I mean, although he, him talking I'm, a, I'm he's okay. a boring man he's a boring man yeah but yeah great so wrestler great fucking wrestler and I'm, and I'm with the story they're telling Um,
4: you can chew it over because I, I I think I might throw my question to Shawnee because this it might it,
2: yeah if you need do you need I'll, some time I have a second one and it's going to be kind of shocking for you guys actually okay you know what sorry pause Shawnee drop it go keep, keep keep in mind it is that it I, I ended up it ended up over with me okay the Daniel Bryan yes move, movement wow okay first wasn't with it at first Interesting. Interesting. so so what care. was the moment what uh, where
4: was the point where you're like okay I'm in
2: uh when he brought everybody out oh in uh, the ring he the filled ring. the like, ring with people and he filled the ring I'm like I'm okay him. I'm with it let's do it All right. uh yeah that I don't know. I have something about it. I just wasn't with it. Interesting. Uh, So that's another. uh, Go ahead, Shawnee. I'm going to think of my third. All right. You too, sir, have a
4: a three pronged answer or a question. Uh, You and I both share a fondness of the absurd. Um, You're like, yes, we do. That is correct. Uh, What are three wacky wrestling moments, either inside the ring or outside the ring, that when you think about them, still pop you to this day?
0: Interesting. Okay. Well, Oh, okay. So my number one, I want to set off to the side and try to see if I can think of some more conventional cuz I have a very very strong number one. Um let me see. Absurd moments that really got over. Can you remember that we any that we had discussions about Chuck?
1: I have a couple in my head and it's like oh, it's almost like that uh that game show with the couples where like
4: I, I want to know if, Yeah, I want to know if my answers <laughs>
1: are the, are the correct ah, answers. I see, I see. <laughs> Yeah, see, because um, I'm thinking of like certain wrestlers that you've seen on the independent circuit before they were anything or saw on YouTube and was like, yeah, this is insane and I
0: love it. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a good and you, you guided me into it. But yeah, I mean, like I've been <laughs> somewhere before I, I even brought it to the, the radio. I had jokes going with uh, some homies that that uh, Orange Cassidy is the greatest professional wrestler of his generation. Like he is totally absurd. Watching him uh, man, that early uh it might have even before pandemic, but during pandemic, just finding every match he had online. Just loved it. Loved it. Um okay, so uh I think Orange Cassidy versus Gentleman Jervis. Yes, babies are asleep. And it's just like what a what a great combination of of uh, of stars right there. Um oh the uh the, the cop, what was his name? There was this, this sheriff who, uh, there was there was a very large man. He didn't have a whole lot of moves, but he was a, he was he was a cop and he was fighting uh, the best friends when they had uh, OC. No, no, he was OC against this cop and he pulled the fake gun and shot and he accidentally hit the ref. And then the, the uh, Why can I not think super cop one? Dick Justice. <laughs> yes,
4: super cop Dick Justice, who the
0: last I had seen, and this is two years ago now. He had had to step away from wrestling to handle some personal issues. So Aww. I hope he's doing well. Yeah. So, um, first time seeing the uh, oh, you know what? Okay, absurd. I will say I the um, the first time they did the. Um, Fashion police. Oh, I love the fashion police. Silly ass Hammer Brothers. I'm like, I kept trying to defend them. I'm like, if if they're in, if we look at the pocket universe, that is the fashion police. But of course, that, you know, there wasn't that much thought into it. It was just. Our day one is H. Yeah, it was.
4: Still one of my favorite lines ever.
0: (laughs) My number one ever, though, (laughs) is uh, uh, DDT. It's a clip. Uh, I've never actually watched a DDT event, but it's. It's. uh, uh, Ibushi in an alleyway. He lights off a Roman candle, shoots it right into his own face. I have no idea why. He just <laughs> takes a Roman candle and stares directly. I mean, he's probably got his eyes closed. But, I mean, it's he's holding a Roman candle. And imagine if I was shooting you with a Roman candle and then went, no, just kidding. And jammed it into my own face. I was like, Bushy, I don't know why you're doing this. You're the most handsome man on the planet, yep. yeah. and one of the, you know, like a top one percenter in terms of a professional wrestling greatness." Yeah. And he's just launching fireballs into his own eyes. Amazing. I love that clip. Love that clip. I don't understand why it doesn't have at least 150 billion views. <laughs> at least, it's,
4: at least.
0: It's good shit, pal.
4: Good shit. It's good, oh, shit. good shit.
1: Erica, Justin. Ooh. What are your favorite style of wrestler? We always talked about like the spooky bullshit wrestler. It's okay. like, that's my, that's my, my stuff. That's my jam. Yeah. If as I've said before, if your wrestler vomits blood and wears face paint, <laughs> he's probably already one of my favorites. <laughs> what is the wrestler archetype for you that it's like, oh, I love almost every version of this style of wrestler. Oh, wow,
2: That's a, that's a great question. It's tough for me to give a style though. Same. because I could give you examples of people. Like and I'm not saying these pe- like these wrestlers are my favorites, right? But, but like there's a series like, their style. Yeah, if you think Any of a whole bunch of and that's if you
1: think of a whole bunch of wrestlers that you really
0: well, enjoy, like, I love a, I love someone who would come out and do a shoot wrestling style match like a Daniel Bryan, Zack mm-hmm. Saber Jr. Right? Like the whole approach is like, hey. I'm here to wrestle. I'm a wrestling guy. Daniel Garcia now. You're yeah. a wrestler. You're a wrestler. I, Johnny I, I, Wrestling. That gimmick. like So, so like sort of like a, a, an umbrella over a collection of gimmicks. Like Los Lotharios is a gimmick, right? That's been done a thousand times right, under right. the umbrella of the sexy guy who is also a bit of a heel. Or I don't even know if they are. I fucking don't turn them off when they're on. <laughs> Bring back Dale Gas.
2: <laughs> well, here's, okay. I'm going to go with high flyer with size.
0: Okay. okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Good. Very good. Yeah. Great one.
2: Montez Ford.
0: Okay.
2: Ricochet. Yeah. Seth Rollins.
0: Right? It's interesting that you Ricochet all is those. more on the smaller side. I was. He's very
2: lean, but he's very lean. But he can. You know, here's the thing: it, those guys, like those most of the high high flyers, the Ray Mysterios of the world. Granted, again, Ray's great. Don't get me wrong, but they're limited on the type of match, right? Right. Like.
1: They're four foot nothing and under 200 pounds. So,
2: right? These guys can give you a great moment of like a a flip stunt. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Right? They can give you the moment of a great stunt, but also give you a 35 minute main event banger. Mm -hmm. Right? A great solid wrestling match.
0: That's a great answer. I love that answer. So, (laughs) I'm going to roll
2: with that. Montez Ford's another one that I think, you know, obviously, you know, whether or not they're going to push him, Triple H has taken over since that rumor started, but he fits that bill, right? He's got some size, meaning he can go, meaning he can take a hit, but he can also do a crazy fucking flip off of something and be like a holy shit moment right. within a 35 minute match. So,
4: you know, I I don't I don't know if I could really kind of narrow it down to a type there are certain elements that intrigue me
3: Mm -hmm. you know
4: i appreciate like some some things of a personality with a certain amount of flamboyance uh or or queerness uh so like like growing up like you know before he got kind of like too comically strange like i really dug gold dust because mm-hmm. there was truly no one like him mm-hmm. sure. ever mm-hmm. uh yes. it, it was just so so different um I, I think you know wrestlers who aren't afraid to take risks whether that is with a character or with just kind of like their style of wrestling like i can watch ray Phoenix. Over and over and over again, like a got like a, a flippy guy who is like abnormally talented. I love that. But then again, on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, I love a Zack Saber Jr. as well, who is technically sound. Um, great, delivers a very underrated promo that Zack Saber Jr. because mm. uh, once again, as I've stated previously on this show, he has got a voice like a flute, and, and then <laughs> and then he'll say just the the, the rudest things in the world. And it's the funniest shit to me because it's just it it's it's a I I love a good juxtaposition. I love like I love a Kenny Omega because he's once again, athletically gifted, can do just the most bonkers things, yet at the same time Big fucking nerd. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's it, you see like just a, once again, a physical specimen as he is. But it's just like <laughs> nerd, <laughs> whatever. So I guess maybe that's my maybe that might be my bag. Yeah. But then again, like there, there's other rest. You know, I'm, I'm also very much attracted to and I know it's cliche, but, you know, I love a good tweener. I love a good tweener, you know. Who it's like you just don't quite know what what to make of them. You I'm know, cheering
1: think, him, but I feel like I'm supposed to be booing him. Or,
4: or at you know, at any moment, like I look at a John Moxley, who is you know at this point like truly carrying AEW. It is truly the backbone of the company. But at the same time, I know a guy like him can turn on a dime and do some real evil shit. Yeah. So it's like, I like the unpredictability Mm -hmm. and, and not just like, oh, it's an unpredictable, like, like I, once again, I, I like, I have to buy into the unpredictableness
2: of the character. I I I know I, I, uh, the very weird answer to this question. I, I think what you're trying to get at is someone you cheer, but he don't give a fuck that you're cheering him right? Yes.
1: Yeah, kind of the anti-hero. John Oxley. Stone
2: Cold Steve Austin. Yes. Kevin Owens. Yes. Right? We love them. Yes. And they'll cut promos and we're like, fuck yeah. But if we were booing, it would have the same effect and he wouldn't care either way and it would be just as strong.
4: Um, Thing that just popped in my head just now, going back to the spooky bullshit aspect of of this program, um, a spooky character that scared the shit out of me and I don't, maybe it's because I was once again like, six like when doink first showed up and it was like <laughs> evil doink yeah that would fuck up a six year old are you kidding me the menacing music and it just it just stares into the camera
1: there must be some oh. psychological studies on like why exactly clowns are scary to a portion of the populace and like what exactly in the brain chemistry that triggers that makes clowns scary to one person I but not to it's another
0: something to do with the uncanny valley in some capacity right yeah. like you're seeing a, every human character human features that are completely not human right and they're smiling they're portraying an emotion when underneath the makeup they may not be portraying that emotion at all they yeah. may actually be john wayne gacy
4: <laughs> anyway uh-huh. new,
2: next question
0: I, I think this has been a great success. Maybe we should let Chuck go get some dinner and just <laughs> <laughs> put our questions on the what? back burner. Yeah, yeah. We want
2: to ask, and I apologize because I went the more serious, yeah, like, no, far, no problem. Route, you know. I, I loved, thought this worked well. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I did want to ask. I left
0: it open and vague intentionally. Perfect.
2: <laughs> well, I wasn't here obviously through all the BS, and I want to I want to mm. ask you specifically. But by all means, everyone chime okay. in yep. you probably did. Um, the whole situation with Phil. <laughs> With Kenny and the Young Bucks, yes. Mm-hmm. Specifically, want to ask, how does this, in your mind, and if it doesn't affect it, you know, it doesn't. How does this make Tony Khan look? How does this change your vision of Tony Khan as a promoter, as a boss? Where's where where do you uh, fall? So on, so on its
0: face, the fact that he just sat there and let Phil just go on a rampage, it's it's amazing to me that CM Punk has had so many problems in his life, but Phil Brooks has not been the source of a single one of them.
3: <laughs>
0: Everybody else in the world, but no, Phil Brooks is the one guy he can always count on. Yeah, <laughs> But no, I, I think that this investigation is like, probably would make or break for yeah. AEW, yeah. right? Like imagine if he somehow loses both camps. Yeah, Like what happens then, he right? Can,
2: he could lose Phil and be fine.
0: I I, I I agree, but yeah, the fact that it's still like, well, he's injured and as yeah. of now, I guess he's, gonna come back from injury someday right like this this investigation is gonna be very curious i think he did i will say this i think he did the right thing in suspending the elite in addition oh, to sure. yeah phil just to make it look square and fair right for like sure. this is obviously a huge deal he's got he's probably negotiating buyouts and to like hey let's not go to a lawsuit and hey don't sue the company for an unsafe work conditions and definitely don't sue the young bucks, because then you're going to have to explain kayfabe to a jury, <laughs> and the, the, the sound bites will be amazing. My drops will be fucking amazing. If they do that, by the way. But um, he's got to get this right. He's got to get this right, and I don't know how he does it because he's let this animal become so big. This this machine become so big. He just put new people in charge, right? Like one of his people, who's in uh, in charge the uh, the fallen angel. Oh, Christopher, Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels suspended. Yep. Now, most likely. He was part of you know like almost every wrestling yeah. fight, right? And I, I was listening to um, to Uncle Dave, uh, so I will I will credit him. I, most wrestling fights, as he stated, and, and as we all know, are a couple of punches and then everybody's saying no, oh, no, 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 no. You know, drama queen stuff, and the um, so that's probably why. But the fact is, like, you, and MJF is one of the investing. What is going on I here? Don't like, that. that's just oh, okay. So so. He's got to get this right. He 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 he's got to get this right. He clearly has let thing. It, if everything that we have seen uh you know i I saw uncle dave had a really nice list of like this is this is sort of what i understand the true facts to be versus like they didn't super kick down the door you know they they just rushed in (laughs) phil has sort of admitted as phil's people have admitted that he did throw the first punch but he Mm. was like well stand my ground i thought that those people that were running by the door were gonna kill me so i shot him um it, it was a weird uh but he's he's got to get it right he's got to get it right especially because it's involving like and you lost you you lost Cody yeah right Cody was like Cody Maybe Newsom. Vince McMahon knows how to run a real company. That,
2: honestly, <laughs> I, I, I am a firm believer that Cody knew some shit, and this is part of why. Hard to like, say, but it's, it's
0: hard. Obviously,
2: we'll never know.
0: Cody's very smart, very shrewd. He's a politician, as I've made jokes about many, many times. Yes. A, a smart political move would to get out while the getting's good. That's if that, my thing. If that is the yeah, yeah, no, it's certainly a very conceivable angle. But yeah, I, I, I am. I think that he he's got to figure like. He did that nice reboot like we're just going to reset and pretend none of this happened. That's sure. all well and good, but this story is still bigger well, yeah. than your 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 tournament that you're well, you're putting on. Well,
2: especially with the names that are involved, yes. right? Speaking specifically for the TV side of things, right? Mm-hmm. Like these are three guys that you put over at your biggest pay-per-view, you know, as champions. You know, three names in general that are have been your biggest names for, yeah. you know, forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's a big deal. I do think Cody, I don't know how much I think th- he had to have known something, right? Because I go back to him when we first heard he was leaving AEW, and we were all like, what? Not because it was Cody Rhodes, because it was a big name, but because of the title that he, he held there, and how he created sure. this. And it's like, AEW's fine, like they're on fire right now, and you're dipping for WWE, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And then, so many months later, shit blows off. Yeah, I feel like he had to have known, so- at least to be a part of why he was okay with leaving. Uh, at least in my brain, Erica, I can tell you. I, you
4: know, I mean, it. Perhaps I mean, perhaps it did. I. Th- I think it could be a part of it. I think another part of it was uh, WWE probably gave him a fuck ton of oh, money. Oh, for sure. And let's face it. At the end of the day, he erodes. He gonna follow the money. That's very and, true. And uh, you know, he didn't want to turn heel. He wanted to still stay a face. And there was, you know,
0: that's actually, I think, a great point. We, yeah, that's it's something very strongly to, that to consider that like he had to go like his only I, I was saying for weeks because I didn't know that he had that caveat in his in his approach. Yeah. It was like, yeah. he's got to go heel. When is he going to go heel? Like, yeah. he's going to be a great heel because people are getting angrier and angrier. <laughs> we,
4: the, I think one of the biggest mistakes AEW made from the jump was the whole angle of him never getting to win the world title? Yeah. you know, I mean obviously it was a, it was great for story with him and MjF and whatnot, but I think there's you, you he's taken the he's taking the belt off of Roman. he's winning the rumble, he's okay. taking the belt off of Roman at Wrestlemania or at some point like I just I find it hard to believe that Cody Rhodes didn't go like it went to WWE and is not going to be. The, the big champion.
2: I, I just, I, it's I'm not saying he'll never be the big champion. I just don't think he's taking it off of Roman because I don't like the way that match looks. Especially if you're trying to give me a main event of Wrestlemania, it better be a damn good match. I don't think Cody and Roman's style can give me a main event style match. And it's not a knock on either one of them. I just think those styles don't mix uh, mesh well. I mean, well, I mean, We'll see. We'll see. Because I mean, it
4: just in the back of my mind, I don't see anybody else taking the belt off of Roman at this point, other than Cody. There's so many other people have had chances and they fucking failed. Well, and I,
2: you know, and to speak on Tony Khan real quick, and I've said something like this before, and Mm -hmm. I never. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna sit here and say, "See, I told you, I knew this was gonna happen." Obviously, no one saw this shit happening, right? No, but I think it shows that. Look, Tony Khan's got a shit ton of money. He's got a lot of passion for the wrestling company, and that's fucking amazing, right? Obviously, AEW wouldn't be here, you know, without without all that. That's a big part of it. But to manage a wrestling company, to manage wrestlers with the ego and personality—it's the that, ego, right? He hasn't dealt with you, egos like exactly, this. and you got to know how to do that to run this type because you're gonna start losing people. Like you mentioned, they may lose as much as I, wrestling, I said this before, wrestling has survived without Phil Brooks before, it'll be fine, go Mm -hmm. home, stay home. I am more than okay with that. But to lose a name like that, if you lose Kenny and or the Young Bucks,
0: Oh, if you lose the elite, it's a wild thing, right? Well, yeah. yeah, all
2: elite wrestling. Yeah. They only, it's only named yeah. after them.
0: Now, so. without a single member of the elite.
2: But yeah. it's just, it, it's. it's
0: again, now, with 100% less elite. <laughs> <laughs> and here's Dark Order.
2: <laughs> you, know, but it's, you know, and you talk about that press conference. I'm a firm believer if Papa Paul is sitting right there, he should, I don't know how, and granted, it might get ugly. He's shutting that shit down. Whether If someone asks Punk a question about it, he's saying, hey, we're not talking about that. We're talking about All Out. Right? He's stepping in. The second Punk starts going off, he's stepping into the mic and he's saying something. I truly believe that these guys do not take their boss seriously. Well, right. and I don't I don't think
1: they've been given reason to until now, until until he now has to do something. Well, now
2: he has to do something, but the fact that, granted, I know Phil Brooks is a jackass, right? I'm not saying this is Tony Khan's fault, it's by the way.
1: so amazing to listen to all of us. Like, three weeks ago, we were like, eh, see if Punk's got some problems, but man... So good to have CM Punk back in wrestling. Well, like, That's all the suck. it took was the scrum, um, yeah. and now we refuse to even call him CM Punk anymore. Yeah, <laughs> to me, it's less
0: about the scrum and more about thr- because I, I, when I look at everything, I'm still like I'm still only getting information. From a few sources, this could all be fake. Yeah, Except sure. for there's no value in going after Colt Cabana's mother publicly. <laughs> yeah, like, you're right. just yeah. a, like even yeah. if you, even if you think Colt Cabana has a billion dollars and he's been funneling all to his mother yeah. and he sued CM Punk completely, fl- like, you, that's not the fucking time or the place. Yes, it's right. not the time of the place. True.
2: I just think it's very telling too to say th- that he was so comfortable going off like that with his boss right next to him right 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 Ah! after a big pay-per-view and his boss did nothing about it right yeah and 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 not even and right for example and tony
0: even an hour later had his like okay i'm going to talk about my part of the so he had an hour to sit there and think about it and he was like triple h if you think you're gonna fuck with me i'm gonna fuck with you it was like Wait a minute, yeah. how about the guy? Yeah. I, I, are you sure CM Punk isn't right now having a brawl that's that, burning and your that's company in the and other the, room? Exactly. I, there's so
2: many different things that hit his mindset is not the mindset of a guy that should be running a wrestling company like this on a day to day. He has the passion. He's never
0: going to stop though cuz he said actually in that at the end of that thing cuz someone asked him about booking and everything yeah. and, and is it is it hard is it over your head and he's like, "You know what? I've learned that people in this business are basically will just stab you in the back and they're assholes and the only way to do it is to be a family company. You got to everything's got to be inside." Yeah. He was like, I'm, "I got to be Vince McMahon." I mean, it's like, just okay. okay. And, and and
2: I just don't I think that if anything is ever going to hurt AEW it's that it's Tony Khan because after a while people especially again with WWE starting to get a little more favorable people like working for Papa Paul if it continues ratings are going up yep Mm -hmm. if it continues that trajectory right there's more it's more likely that people are now going to want to say F AEW I want to go work over in WWE right I want to go work for Papa Paul I, I, I respect him Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I just have a hard time, again, if there was any respect. For example, if, you know, not to go too internalized here, right? But if our boss here at the station, Mac, was right next to us, and we had an issue with so, like someone in, in, in the company, sure we'll be upset and say it, but we're going to... We're not going to
1: go publicly while the boss is sitting next to us right. and talk about how much we hate one of
4: Why? our coworkers. Because or... we have no, that see, respect I, for I've, Mac. I've done things like that.
2: <laughs>
0: have, you, have you bitten Meltdown?
3: Yeah, I mean, close.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but we would, you know, we might voice our frustrations in a more professional right. manner, right? We're going to edit ourselves to be a little more respectful because we, we respect our boss who is right next to us. And that right there, and then the following, the, the the brawl right after that, no one takes that dude seriously as a boss. They don't. They might like his passion. Like, they might like some of his ideas that he has. Of course, they'd like his money to get, you know, make the company happen. But as a boss, when you think you know more than your boss about this company, that's a problem. Cause no one can ever look at Papa Paul like confidently and say, You don't know what the fuck you're doing, I need to do it this way. Right? There might be a debate, there might be a conversation, but it's never a you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Right. Right? Shut up. We got this. It's and I feel like a lot of the a lot of a, the AEW roster is convinced they know more than Tony Khan.
0: Could be. I really, really, really hope that Brandon Cutler Had that camera on. How
2: would he not?
1: Yeah, it's it's the thing he does. He follows them around with the camera on. Hey, we're gonna go to CM Punk's dressing room because he said, "You know where to find me," and we're gonna hash this out.
0: This might be fun for being the elite. Stay my (laughs) ground. If you have something to say, say it to me fuck you, who do you think you're talking to? All right, Phil. Way to ruin a muffin company, jerk.
2: Quit biting him! Quit biting
0: him! It's funny to
1: me (laughs) that when we did the show last week, it was immediately after this whole thing had gone down, and we were like, man, it's exhausting. Is it like... I wanted to... We had a good night. We had some really great matches. We, we had did. guys like MJF and The Acclaimed have their moment in Chicago, and yeah. it was a great time. We talked about John Silver was at and then this kind of ruined all yeah. of it, and it sucked. And let me tell you, by the time those two hours on Wednesday were over, my, the only thought in my brain was, can we suspend the upper half of the card every week? Because that show was fucking great. They, yeah. they responded
4: perfectly. They did you know you
1: Moxley... Danielson
2: and Jericho fucking build your company around them. Cause holy shit. Except tell Jericho like the order in which the the show is going on. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't spoil the, Mm -hmm. the (laughs) results. (laughs) I
0: was just like he's a wizard I
2: know <laughs> I was like wait I thought they were having a match I'm like oh shit and then when Daniel said what I'm like oh he fucked, <laughs> 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 he fucked that up
1: but no Moxley came out and, and gave that promo and an yeah,
2: excellent and, promo yeah I and stand. it was like I,
1: I realized Very before muscle. that I'm a Moxley mark but I'm, for life now, yeah. Jesus oh, no Christ, yeah, like I said, th- build your company around that motherfucker. Well,
2: and to talk a little bit about All Out, the way they did the whole MJF return, spot the fuck on. Yeah, right? yeah that was phenomenal. That, like everything about that. Um, I'm still a little confused about Stokely. They're doing, like, I understand, like, he's a businessman. I feel like they're, doing, they're going in, a, there's too many branches in this, right? That doesn't really make much sense. So... That part I'm still a little confused by, but everything about the MJF return was phenomenal. Uh, the, that the, very theatric with the you know the punk video and all that at the end, um, which again punk fucked that up too because mm-hmm. you know we're about to have that great story, uh, and then MJF coming out to open uh, I- the show in Buffalo. And the funniest thing to me was him trying to put on a face promo, and he couldn't do it. Oh, you knew he, he was could. gonna turn. I know, it's it's only a, matter of even, time. even while he was being a face, he couldn't help but insult somebody, but yes. I'm sorry, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. That was fucking hilarious.
0: Even without the I'm kidding, I'm kidding part, just when he was talking, I'm like, he's like the villain in every 80s movie, <laughs> yes. teen movie. Yeah, like, yeah. He's the kid who skis and shoots snow in the nerd's face, and the nerd eventually has to beat him. Like even as I, but, but I mean, the crowd was eating it up. Yeah. I mean, like if that would have been his new persona, and he would have tried to ride that for weeks or months the crowd was there for it i've been trying to think
1: about it for the last week what was the show supposed to look like before everything blew up on sunday and honestly i cannot imagine the show being any better than it was the yeah. show we got like this tournament, mm-hmm. the the trios match right at the top, crowning uh, Death Triangle. Oh, like,
2: the great uh, uh, bounce back. I was by the way. Yeah. I was
1: sad that friggin' best friends didn't win it because I want them to, but at the same time, like great match, great yeah. finish, great like. There is no way you can convince me that whatever the plan was on Sunday night for Wednesday was better than what happened on Wednesday. They
4: recovered great. I mean, that was the best thing that they could have done after just a garbage dump of a situation. It's like, okay, we have to bounce back with just an incredible show. And they delivered an incredible show. And from
1: the sounds of the rumors, like it literally came down to those three names I mentioned earlier, calling a meeting before Dynamite on Wednesday and letting people know, like, can't be doing this man like this is a really cool thing we've got going on here and if we keep doing shit like that we're gonna fuck it up we're not gonna have it yeah yeah
0: yeah it's good to have some adults in the room (laughs) it's
2: true and i think it's also a a benefit to something that we've said is a problem brought on a lot of names right so we always said it about you know if you lose people to injuries well then you have a situation like this and you have a lot of good people to turn to Mm -hmm. to put the trios title on and to build a whole tournament for a world title. You know what I mean? Uh So I think that, you know, what was once a problem is now quickly turning into a solution for them uh, because of certain yeah.
0: situations. Yeah, but like, uh, you know, how does Tony Khan deal with these suspensions? How long are the elite gone? You know, if four months from now, it's still like, well, CM Punk's halfway healed and we still don't know what the fuck's going on, right? Like, can you possibly, like, if if he just went, into business for himself, which I can't imagine he would have done because he talks incessantly how he hates when people do that.
2: I, I, that, was do that. Yep. Um, that was my favorite part. Mere mortals
0: do that. Yeah, that was my favorite part. We mentioned Paige doing that. I'm like, isn't that what you're doing
2: right now? Yeah, right. It's,
0: yeah. It's uh, oh, it's, it's just so strange, so strange, man. The self-destructive nature of that man. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Aj Lee's like, man. <laughs>
0: Seriously, the, the, uh, Larry. Larry's like, what do you mean? like, Bro, I'm not talking? even biting people.
3: You <laughs>
2: <assholes."> <laughs> <laughs> the dog, you tell me not to bite anybody. Why can he? Why does do he it? get to? Why does he? <laughs> 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 oh, wow.
1: Well. Why does real steel get to bite
2: people? Oh <laughs> what's up with that? man, yeah. If I'm Tony, Punk is gone, and uh, you, you know. I agree that you know suspending the bucks and uh, and Kenny was the right call mm-hmm. but I'm spending all of my efforts making sure they don't go anywhere and I don't I could not care less if Punk goes anywhere. Yeah. Cuz WWE I mean, he'll never go back to WWE. No, he and, F-
0: he and Phil won't work together. Exactly. I mean he he uh, and Paul. Yeah. Oh,
2: absolutely not. Punk yeah, and for Paul. Sure.
0: Paul Punk was the one or Triple H was the one who sent him the you're fired note on his wedding day. And you remember from the the, I I remember from the Colt Cabana interview. He was like, it was sent overnight on my wedding day. He knew my wedding day. Uh, That was Triple H. mm -hmm. If you think it's going to be any better with him. He's a second. You know whose fault this isn't. Phil Brooks.
4: Yep. <laughs> well, who wants to work for a doofus son-in-law?
2: Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, but I'm spending all my efforts making sure Kenny and the Bucks stay where they are. And uh, Punk, you can go anywhere else. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think it's very hard. I think even yeah.
1: even with the suspension, the conversation is like, look. We can't have fights breaking out in the locker room. And I don't care that you guys are the EVPs. Like, if I don't do something to you guys, then it's just going to be fights every fucking Wednesday yeah. Yeah, in the locker sure. room when, whenever people have this. So people cheat at dominoes and they're going to be fucking brawling. And but, like,
2: I, but I do worry, though, that they may have, um, and not to sound like I know what they're thinking and shit, but I personally worry that they may say, look, we're not working with him. So if he's still
0: here, oh, still still oh, right, yeah, I would they have all kinds of, I would imagine, especially if there's that video, they have mm-hmm. all kinds of leverage. Yeah, So I would like imagine the here. Here.
1: list of I don't want to work with CM Punk is probably about a half a dozen guys deep already. Oh, yeah.
4: yeah, like I don't know. It just to me seems yeah, it's a it's a no brainer. I don't know how long his contract is, but like fuck it, just pay the man. And just you know, call it
0: a day. He's and already pay him whatever he had to give Colt Cabana. All that up. <laughs>
1: he's been there for a year, and he's already like been injured for a considerable yeah. deal. That's up. right. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if elsewhere. he just
0: was like, "I'm hurt. I already know that this is a tour. You know, like he didn't know it was a tour peck, but it, I can yeah. tell I'm going to be out for another extended period now, of did time.
2: Did he get hurt? I'm going to throw some bombs. She did. Okay.
0: Like they threw some bombs, apparently, which is what he was angry about. With uh, you know, like... yeah, I, don't, I know. And 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 we'll we'll figure it out on the other side of things, and then. They took him up on his offer yeah, to bring yeah, yeah. it right to him. Right. And he immediately was like, stay in my ground."
2: <laughs> I did, I, the only good thing that Phil did was give us a sound bite. That's going to, that's going to f- like work so many different what ways. Is it? The, I'm hurt. I, I, work I'm with work, I work with children. <laughs> I, work, I work with fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old, I'm hurt, and, and I work, work with, with fucking, fucking children. children. And he's like munching on something in the process. So it's like- The muffin.
0: <laughs> yeah The, yeah, the muffin, he called just, out I the muffin and-, and. <laughs> the internet has brought their, their reviews down to like one star oh they brought them
4: down I yeah. thought they actually
0: brought them up the, yeah all, uh.
1: the, all, the, all the reviews I saw were still five stars but then they had something funny oh, oh is that was going on? Yeah. okay good 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 so it was like actually, all, I actually appreciate that it was like more. all in good fun like I'm gonna I give you a five star review but then I'm gonna make a funny joke yeah. in my review
4: my favorite cake to eat when telling off the EVPs of my company <laughs> yeah. I share a joint bake account with my mother and we spend a majority of our earnings here on muffins and pastries gets us through the headache of working with children every day. Uh, Look in my eyes. What do you see? Muffins from Mindy's Bakery. I know you're hungry. Hungry for sweets. Pastry's so good you can fight the elites. Oh man! That's
3: good hey. shit. Good shit, good shit Erica. You know,
0: where can people find you? Oh. Uh, they can
4: they can Google me, sir. Um, and if that's too much, ericapanis.com or WrestlingInc.com
2: features tab at the top of the page.
0: All right, Justin Valentine, where can people find you? Uh,
2: the JB Sports Talk pay-per-view pod on social media at PPV underscore pod and JVSportsTalk.com for and the sports stuff.
0: Uh, the next pay-per-view, w, the next ple, WWE. <laughs> is, <laughs> will be uh, Extreme
2: Rules come October.
0: In Philadelphia. In Philly. The gnarliest time. They booed when uh, Michael Irvin stood up. They booed when they it was shown that he did not have a broken neck. The only people in the NFL. <laughs> it's, uh, so people who, who don't know, it's, it's long been customary that when somebody is down on the ground in football, when they stand up, everyone who's a human fucking being goes, <laughs> oh, my God, because anyone can get killed on any play. Yep. Philadelphia booed the shit out of him when he stood <laughs> up. And he had been down a long time. Yeah, they threw ice balls at Santa Claus filled with batteries. Uh, real bad people. Um, <laughs> almost as bad as the crowds in Cleveland. Almost. Oh, we almost, almost got a whole show without you. But, but great wrestling crowds. Great wrestling crowds. You know, Philadelphia ECW. It's it's all gonna be that.
2: Yep.
0: Paul is not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not. He's not going to let us get our hopes up and leave this show disappointed. I believe that hundred percent.
2: I believe that. I look forward to Paul's first road to WrestleMania
0: that'll be fun because it's, it's such a challenging time and yeah. that's where Vince is the most just like checked out
2: yeah. <laughs> from the first show of 2023 through the, uh, the week after Wrestlemania is, is gonna be must see not because it's gonna I know it's gonna be great but because I just to see how he handles it
0: hopefully yeah. the off road or whatever the fucking pay per view he figures out a better something better Road than, block. Yeah. roadblock yeah Off-road. speed
1: trap <laughs> wwe speed, speed, speed trap speed yeah
2: yeah wwe pothole <laughs> yeah. pretty much
1: pretty
0: much pretty much chuck where can people find you
1: uh you can find me when we can get the audio working in the studio on twitch twitch.tv backslash ch-z-u-c-k. and um we're i think we're just taking this month off because we've got a lot of stuff going on between me and nate and uh and and
0: Will Will. Will.
1: I almost said Phil. It's Will.
0: Uh, <laughs> Phil.
1: So, but you can find uh, episodes of the One Fall Show Super Universe where we play, uh, we commentate over WWE 2K19, which Nate has uh, graciously modified terrifically, uh, over on our YouTube page at One Fall
0: Show. Very, very good. And I have been Shawnee Constant, your host. You can find me running the at One Fall Show Twitter and on Instagram at Shawnee.Constant. Uh, my dog uh, Matilda has uh, been on a field trip where she did an overnight with other dogs. She Aww. did very, very well. Yay! It proved Aww. that she is ready for a sibling. Perhaps there will be another dog Ooh. at some point. Soon.
4: Exciting!
0: Yes. So, have fun, everybody. Be safe. Don't fall in the hole.
4: Hello, it is I, Rufa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't have to the do. ending. You're gonna have to put the ending in in show. post. Absolutely W's not. <laughs> <the> absolutely not.
0: <laughs> I don't know who the hell you think I am. <laughs> I'm You see the suit I'm wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually I'm wearing a shirt from, uh, show from, from, show James. from James. James. Yeah. Yeah. a great design. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it damn
2: sure was powered
0: on. It ruined the day. Ruined the day. Rue the day.
4: Um, just just to read to the group just for a laugh. Hey, if a grumpy, brittle, and narcissistic old man who has physically assaulted his higher-ups based off rumors he made up in his own head is able to actually like something other than himself, then it must be really good. Give this place a try. Uh, Her croissants might be the best I've had this side of the Atlantic. The hot fudge cheesecake was incredible, dare I say transcendent. The only reason I didn't give this place five stars is because she continues to serve CM Punk, who from what I can gather has never Ever shared a bank account with his mother.
3: <laughs>
4: uh, would punch a guy for one of their muffins. Five stars. Uh, the worst MMA fighter of all time recommended this place, and to my delight, it was great. Mindy's Bakery is truly the best in the world. Uh, another five-star review. Great for my old, unathletic body. It's good stuff. Good stuff, you guys. Uh Wrestling.